Ron Ziegler with the Mental Health Hour in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Good afternoon, everyone. I am doing fine. I am sitting here in my wheelchair at home. I am homebound. Uh, I, I am very tired. I've been, uh, I've been up most of the night. I just woke up a few minutes ago. I've been uh, wrestling with my muscle spasms, and I feel like I'm being ripped apart. Uh, I just got a phone call from a friend and uh, about uh, a ferret face on his radio show, Is the Truth Out There radio show, claiming that he works with Special Olympics. And I talked to one of the directors today, and I can assure you he is nowhere near a part of them or has no knowledge of them. Of, is the truth out there and wants nothing to do with them. They are totally diehard liberals in Special Olympics, trust me. My best friend is a liberal, and uh, he was in the movie The Ringer, and um, he is doing just fine. And he also reassured me that the director of Special Olympics, who was his friend, who is now in heaven, Eunice Schreiber, her son, Tim, runs the program, and he wants nothing to do with the Is the Truth Out There radio show, and he told us that a long time ago, and he also told that to us again, and I can tell you for a fact, Special Olympic people do not want to deal with politics, they just want to deal with life on life's terms, and that's what they do. Besides, uh, is the truth out there have any facts to it, what they say and do? No, they only say it with the public nuisance of a moronic idiot on the airways who continues to be a big mouth and a public nuisance. Uh, I did post some stuff on Facebook about 9-11, and I could not see uh, very well, and I corrected the mistake, and I was not being disrespectful at all. So a message to Ferret Face out there, and his 500-pound wife, <laughs> go pound pork with your disrespect on that. Two dumb, moronic idiots that sit home in an 8x10 uh, rental and stare at each other all day and see what they can come up with on how they can grift off of people. Now, they do grift, and they're trying to grift off their rental places as we speak. But I'm doing quite well. I'm with my wife. My wife's in the other room. Uh, she, uh, I told her to go have go have some space for me for a while. I I don't need uh, to get you overtired. Uh, and we'll go hit a meeting tonight. I got to get permission from my nurse to go out now. And my nurse said uh, to make sure that uh, I whenever I go out to call and let her know. So they can document it every time I go out. So that's what I'm doing now. Documenting my call, you know, going out. So tonight I'll go to a meeting. Tomorrow morning I'll get up and go to church. They'll come and pick me up. My wife, pick up me and my wife up. Something called, it's called Tops Services uh, for the Disabled. Which is pretty good, by the way. I like their services. I mean, a nice air conditioning bus and... They get you an hour early and an hour uh, an hour back. It's not too bad. It's not too bad of a wait. Um, but other than that, I'm doing quite well, considering I have not 
been functioning very well with no kidneys. Um, I saw the main nurse today. She recertified me for hospice again. Now they're doing it every two months uh, because of my criteria because I've been in hospice now a year and three months. But she says, Don't, no worries because we've had people in hospice for over 15 years and sometimes even longer than that. And I said, wow. <laughs> I said, how long do I have? She says, well, we don't know. You're strong-willed, she said. She said, I'm strong-willed, and I am. And the reality is I do I do cover my tracks at, at times. I try to correct what I made a mistake. I correct it. Unlike some people out there in radio land with public nuisance and the big mouth. And that's a moronic idiot on the airways with his political bullshit. I don't give a damn about politics. I just vote blue. Just to screw the the red out of their out of their out of their redness. <laughs> and then I slammed the door in them on them to see how they like it. And by the way, your best friend is your dick. I learned that the the easiest way, especially when I take care of my wife. And my wife is very happy with me. She loves me to no end, and she'll always be there for me. Even after I'm gone, I told her, I said, do you want anybody else after I go? And she says, no, I want to go live with my brother in, in another state. And I said, is that what you want to do? What do you want to do? You can get an apartment down here. I don't want to deal with any vultures down here. I said, okay. Okay, go be with, go be with Tim. And uh, be with your brother. And uh, I'm okay. My mom sent me a portfolio of all my pictures. I mean, good Lord. I mean, pictures of me when I was a Cub Scout. And she goes, you remember what you did uh, when you were a Cub Scout? You, they gave you a chemist set and you turned. <laughs> you, became, you said you were the mad scientist of mental illness. <laughs> yeah. And I took bleach and pneumonia and, and all kinds of bug sprays and. And I was mixing the chemicals, and and uh, I got into the deep shit with the uh, scout counselor. And he goes, "What the hell are you doing, Rod?" I said, "Oh, I'm I'm becoming a toxic individual. I'm I'm creating my own toxins." <laughs> and, and he he says, "You're too smart for your own good, Mr. Ziegler. Guy, go home." I said, "I'm not going to finish my weeblows." And he goes, "You graduated. Go home." I said, "Okay." So I graduated from Weeblows and got my diploma. And uh, I was also in Davie Police Explorers. Uh, I was in there for maybe a year, maybe a couple years. I I got into a little trouble as a teenager. And I, and, uh, I had mental health issues and they wouldn't let me become a police officer. Because they found out I was diagnosed with a mental health problem. But I remember all the codes. Let's see. Victor, Alpha, Bravo, Tango, Delta, Zebra. Uh, code 11 is a 211 in progress. That's a robbery in progress. Uh, let's see. Code 3 is an emergency standby. Uh, let's see. God, there's so many other stuff that I remember. I mean, I was going through my my cadet photos and looking at all the beautiful people, all the beautiful girls that I I was very close with. And some of them even shared on Facebook. They had fun with me and, and I had fun with them and and I, I told one of them, yes, we did. We had a wonderful time being a police explorer because we were going to go to an autopsy one time, but it got scrubbed because they, because of our ages because we were all 16 
and um, they didn't think we could handle it as teenagers. Seeing a dead body on the table being cut up during an autopsy, I said, ah, shit. I said, just watch Quincy, that's all. That's how. That's the reality of it. I mean, come on, man. If you can watch Quincy and, 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 and not scream and not become squirmish, you can watch an autopsy or eat spaghetti during an autopsy. Now, that's, that's, the, that's the best way to do it. But um, I'm still friends with some of the officers uh, that have known me for years, and they also attend my church, and they are very proud of the way I'm handling my situations, and all my situations are in my favor. And um, I'm, I'm okay with whatever decisions that are coming down the pipe, which is in my favor, which is good for me. And uh, I have very good uh, attorneys working on my situation, and I'm doing what they are telling me to do. Not what anybody else is telling me what to do. I'm doing what they're telling me to do. And they're telling me to do court on Zoom. Because uh, I'm still being threatened by my enemies out there that want to do harm to me and my wife. But that's okay, though. I'm all right with that. So, Zoom it is. And they'll see me in my wheelchair on Zoom. And they'll know I'm no threat to nobody. And I've never been a threat to nobody anyway. I keep a nightlight on because I think there's Republicans under my bed. And I don't talk too much on the phone because I'm afraid Democrats are eavesdropping. You see why I don't like either party? You see why both parties are toxic to my mental health? But I vote Democrat just to piss off the right-wing Looney Tune that keeps harassing the fuck out of me. But that's okay. I like a good fight. I'm not a quitter. And he knows it. He's the grifter. He's the one that asked a couple of his Republican buddies uh, for money. Him and his fat wife did. Grifted off them, and that's why they don't want nothing to do with them. Even a radio show personality wants nothing to do with them anymore. Because he got five grand from them. What a robber. What a robber. And then he tried to get ten grand from another Republican that he knew. And then they, then he bashes him on his uh, radio show saying he lost because he didn't favoritism his show. Fuck his radio show is the truth out there. It's nothing but a manure a new patch for the Republican Party, propaganda tool for the Republican Party, and their co-hosts are nothing but racist bigots. And they have no part in Special Olympics, I can tell you that right now. I know the director very well through my friend, who I've known for many years now, and who I talk to occasionally on the phone now. But, um, but because of COVID... His mother is very protective of him, so he he stays home quite a bit, other than going to work, and that's it. And he's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. And that's my friend from the movie The Ringer. And he's a diehard Democrat, and he'll always vote Democrat. And uh, we all voted for Charlie Chris this time around, and I got to vote. Ha, ha, ha. You cannot suppress me. Mr. Ferret Face. And you cannot... I'm still waiting to be arrested. Uh, is that the... Come on in! I need a room! Come on in! How many rooms do you have? Do you have one for me and my wife? <laughs> that was me knocking. You're just knocking at your door and can't come in. <laughs> you know that song? 
I was watching the car, Christine, last night. That car fucked me up, man. Made me think about getting inside of a car where a car can choke you to death. Now, that was pretty ironic. <laughs> so, tonight is the Three Stooges night. And then I go to an 8.30 meeting tonight. And um, I think I'll go to the Fort Dimensions over in Hollywood. That's where I usually go anyway. And I like the nice AC over there. Oh my God, it's to die for it. It's, it's, it's got good circulating AC. And all the people in that room like me. I, I, I go to both rooms. I go to the Sterling room and I go to the Fourth Dimensions. But tonight's Fourth Dimension night. And uh, Sunday night we go to the Sterling room. Uh, my best friend who was my best man at my wedding, Randy, uh, brought me and Brenda... A wedding gift. He wanted us to have it, so we got to go see him tonight. So we're gonna go see him at the Fourth Dimensions. I said, I said, Randy, you didn't have to buy us nothing, man. Come on. He goes, Ron, you've been my friend for a long time, over thirty-something years. I said, Well, hey, what are friends for, you know? I said, Randy, do you think I grift off people? And he said, No. Actually, you help more people out than you always did, and that's why you got screwed out of your parents' condo. I took in grifters, and I ended up losing everything I had that was stolen from me. Uh, let's see. Oh, somebody is calling. Oh, uh, oh fuck it. I dropped the phone on the floor, and I can't get it because I'm in my wheelchair. Go get mommy. Go get mommy. Tell her it's the phone. <laughs> go ahead. Go get mommy. Go get mommy. Brenda, your phone. Brenda, your phone, sweetheart. So she tried. I'm sorry I dropped your phone on the floor. I can't get it. Brenda. Brenda. Sorry I dropped your phone on the floor. Say hi to everybody. They can hear you. Everybody. And I wasn't yelling at my wife. I was just telling her to come and pick up her phone. I don't know who called. Who was that? Alice. Oh, Alice. Uh, that's uh, Alice is a friend of ours from church, and I guess her and Brenda are going to go out for a little while tonight before the meeting. So, but um, well, if anybody grifts, it's it's the people out there in the in that radio show is the truth out there. There's no facts to their claims. They say they bring it up. Uh, on their facts, and they have none. Absolutely none whatsoever. And they have no proof about me whatsoever. Nothing about me. And they can't prove it either. They have nothing to prove about me. There's no facts to their claims about me. Uh, well, whatever. It is what it is. And I'm doing just fine. I'm waiting to be arrested. Will somebody please take me to my room? I need a room with a view. I'm calling all cars, calling all cars. Please look out for the manic depressive. He has Prozac in one hand and a Bible in another. <laughs> arrest him for being a Christian. Oh, I'm not a Christian. You can't arrest me. I may have a Bible in my hand, but I'm not a Christian. What's the Bible for? Uh, intoxication. <laughs> so it is what it is in the reality of mental health. So it is what it is. You ever see that movie, What About Bob? I'm What About Ron. That's me. 
That's me, and thank you to all the beautiful people out there for 1.25 million people listening to my podcast. I don't know why you all want to know this filthy rag. Why do you all want to know me so much for? I, I like to wear women's underwear. I like to spit on the wall at church. I like to fart in church, aggravate old people. I, I like to turn the other cheek and spit on the, on the, on the side of a car door. Just for, just for hell of it. <laughs> I like to do all kinds of mischief stuff. Uh, I do all kinds of fun things. Especially at church. I love going to church and all my demons come out. And and the pastor said, Ron, would you like to share that? I said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. And he always asked me to come into his confessional booth. And I always tell him, not without my attorney. And now his response is, well, Jesus is your attorney. I go, even with him being my attorney, I still wouldn't come in there. Uh-uh, nope, nope. I'm no fool, but I am a, I am a fool for myself because I allow people into my life that try to rob me and hurt me, and I got bullied a lot. And you know what? Looking at my, my apartment, at my, at my old parent, uh, parents' condominium that I had, I kept that son of a bitch clean. And I have the pictures to prove it. And I can show the world that I, I was a clean person just like I am in my house today. And the reality is I had a thief that moved in and, and set me up. And that's how this whole mess started. She set me up with my phone. And she knows it and I know it and everybody else knows it. So that's the reality of it. And I'm doing quite well. And uh, tonight is, like I said, Three Stooges night, Molary and Ron. <laughs> and uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And tomorrow is 9-11. Uh, th- uh, 3,000 souls perish yes, uh, tomorrow. So I am praying for all those beautiful people that lost their loved ones for tomorrow to, to have peace and serenity. Hopefully, you know, uh, society has not changed and we still, we have a way of having history repeat itself. And it will as long as we continue to have hatred in this world. But that will always be a part of our humanity is hatred. Although love does cover a multitude of sins, I know. My My wife loves me that much. And uh, I'm going to listen to some Alice Cooper. And uh, I'm going to get myself ready for my meeting. Uh, I think I'll go to McDonald's and get a daily double. Yeah, I think tonight's daily double night. (laughs) So, and uh, my wife and I, my wife and I are doing pretty damn good considering we have mental illness. And that we live together and we're doing just fine. And we're a couple. We're actually a couple. In our mental health, there go me, myself, and I, and my wife. And we do just fine. Um, my doctor, Don, is not doing too well. He's in the hospital. Uh, he, uh, he's got some health issues, too. He's, he's 78 years old, for crying out loud. I told him to retire. And he's waiting for my situation so he can retire. But, um... I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And all my situations are in my favor. Oh, by the way, my doctors have power of attorney over everything. 
They say what goes now, and I got to listen to what they say. So anybody else tries to interfere with that, go have fun with that. My doctors will put you down and out and tranquilize you and put you down like a dog. If you so much as mess with me or my wife. But um, I'm waiting for a referral to go into a, a nursing home in, in the next two months. Um, I'm waiting for that so uh, Brenda doesn't see what happens to me towards the end. I don't want her to see what happens to me because I'm going to be going through some rough stuff because of my condition of not having any kidneys. And it's going to be a very painful reality. But I am well. I'm not in hell and I have no spells. And if you listen to a radio show called Is the Truth Out There, watch out. They think they know it all, but they don't know shit. They're nothing but a bunch of two old mule fritters with no life. And one is 500 pounds and the other one has no teeth. Can you imagine what kind of lifestyle that is? One with no teeth and one 500 pounds. I wonder if they, I wonder if, I wonder if he, I wonder if he gums her. <laughs> oh, well, it is in the reality of that, of mental health. I, th I think they have mental illness, but they don't want to admit it. And they have no facts to back up their claims about anything they say. There's no proof to their facts. And they don't have n nothing to say about people with disabilities because they have no business doing it. They have no degree in anything. They have no pictures of, of, of any kind of support from senators or representatives uh, like my friend does, Darren Aquino. You should see his wall. Beautiful black of people. Presidents, former presidents, people of all walks of life, people from ADA. Now, he works with ADA. They don't. They say they do. They say they work with ADA, but they don't. They have nothing to do with any of it. Or with the people with the with the children with the club lip. They got that because of a friend of mine that's an actress that, that helps people with club lips. And I think that's cruel that they can use their show to, to grift off of other people's ideas. And that's terrible. Come up with your own ideas. Do something good for your country instead of bashing your other countrymen get off your lazy fat ass and go do something I do I go out and I do things and I still I still go out and go to meetings I still go to church I go to church every Sunday and I I thank God for the grace that he get, has given me you know why he's given me grace because I admit my faults to him unlike you that hides in an 8x10 apartment all day long Staring at your 500-pound fat wife. Now go have fun with that. Ferret face. Oh, and you'll never have a, my beautiful red-headed friend. And you can keep slamming your dick in the car door with that one. And you can go have fun with that. And your best friend is your dick. To a degree. I was watching the movie The Toy with Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. And Jackie Gleason said, your best friend is your dick. <laughs> oh man, that that show was a classic. Those old shows in the eighties were the best. I mean, oh my god. But you know what? I'm alive and I'm well for now in my mental health, but my physical health I'm not well. And uh 
My mom and dad know the reality that my time is coming to a close. My parents know that I am dying. They talked to the hospice director the other day. And they told them flat out, Ron is on borrowed time. So it is the reality of borrowed time. So, uh, and I wasn't being disrespectful once again on my post. I couldn't read uh, what I wrote, but I corrected it. And uh, to the person that was saying that I, I, I disrespected people because I made a mistake, go fuck yourself with no lubricant. Oh, and a message to Fair Face and your wife. And uh, we'll have fun with that, dickhead. I'm not afraid of you or your 500-pound wife because she'll never go outside to that door because she's too fat. Okay, anyway, um, on that note, I'm going to go spend some time with my wife and get ready for my, for my meeting tonight and go have dinner with my wife and, and do what's expected of me. Now, kindly, leave me the fuck alone. If you got no facts about me, keep your big mouth shut. But you don't know how to do that. Because you're a moronic idiot on the airways. You're a public nuisance with a big mouth. And you keep slamming that dick in the car door. Go have fun with that, buddy. Uh (laughs) It is what it is. And uh, I do my fact checking. And I do contact people. And you know I know people. And you know I know people on social media too. And that pisses you off the most because I know people and I talk to them and I let them know about your, your, uh, your, man, your manure show, your, your shit show, your horse hockey show, and about the two mule fritters that mock, mock everybody on their, on their show. And they'll, they'll get wind of it and they'll know what you are about. And I'm not afraid to put you down and out and tell you where to fucking go. I know what I see and what I know to be factual. And you're full of shit. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And uh, thank you 1.25 million people for hearing my totty mouth today. Uh, tomorrow i got to go to church and repent. and I'll try to go to the confessional booth with my pastor. Every time I go in there, I'm afraid there's a glory hole in there somewhere. Anyway, have a good day, everyone. Be well, and and, 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 and remember, if you're going to use your dick, you might as well wash yourself with it. Jesus Christ, people. God damn, at least be clean about it. Fuck me. God bless America. Anyway, thank you all, and thank you all for tuning in to the Mental Health Hour. This is Ron Ziegler. I approve of this message. And yes, I'm a manic depressive. And I can say whatever the fuck I want. You don't like it? Get off my airways. Anyway, have a good day, everyone. Bye, bye now. Be well. Oh, by the way, vote blue just to scare the red off. Make them cry. <laughs> bye now. Ooh!